You don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends at Nutritional Therapeutics, makers of NT Factor, point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue, while at the same time, age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years, the makers of NT Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria, the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without and recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. It promises that our day-to-day lives will be improved, and they keep proving it in studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in the academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our Q&A with Layla segment that we do each week. And that's an opportunity for you to send questions to questions at drhoffman.net. And so, Layla, let's proceed with questions. We've got a letter here, a handwritten letter from Tom. How, how novel to, you know, a handwritten letter. In, 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 in script? In script. Look at that. You know, in it's script. funny. I, I was just, I just listened to, uh, I guess I was on a talk show or something. Some, somebody mm-hmm. called in and they said, uh, I recently had to translate uh, a letter for my son, because it was written in script, he doesn't know how to write, read script, oh because they don't teach script, and they don't teach script writing, and they don't. Uh, you people only know block letters or like letters on a on a uh, device. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. So, but to learn script is yeah. actually very important for children in terms of wiring up their brains. Yeah. And I think there's really an advantage to certain cultures where they learn. Virtually like calligraphy, like uh, I, I spoke to a, a Chinese guy uh, the other day, actually, you know, a few months ago. He was on a bicycling trip with me, and he had grown up in China. And, and mm-hmm. I said, so how many characters in your alphabet? And he goes, about 3,500. And I go, so how That's many crazy. of those characters did you learn, you know, when you were a child? And he goes, well, eventually all of them. But, you know, we start with like a few hundred and so each one is like you have to you know meticulously draw it and it's great exercise for the brain to Mm -hmm. to hook up those neuronal connections in your brain uh uh, and to to write Mm -hmm. because it's it's a motor thing yeah and children really have to start with with their Mm -hmm. their uh brain uh motor pathways yeah yeah fascinating yeah so Children aren't learning script in school anymore. I'm not. No, I, I, a I think or it's, grandparent. it's one of those optional things. I remember, you know, wow. learning how to handwrite, handwriting. Yeah. You know. Do you remember the big fat pencil in the in kindergarten, the first grade, first trying to write? I don't remember that far like back. That? I don't okay. <laughs> and the dotted line between the two solid. Anyway, all right. Yeah, yeah. Let me come to this question from Tom. Yep. Tom's handwritten letter. Both you and Dr. Hoffman have frequently talked about Ozempic and Munjaro to lose weight. Well, what do you think these online compounding pharmacies selling semaglutide for $3.99 a month as opposed to $1,000 a month for Ozempic? And here's what they say on this particular sure. website. Sure. 
It's a doctor-prescribed, all-natural, weekly treatment, which is custom-blended medication. Well, wait, here's the problem I have. It's not natural. Mm. What's natural about yeah. it? Yeah. Custom-blended medication individually formulated for each patient called semaglutide or GLP-1. That's a, that's a synthetic chemical. What's natural about oh. that? And what's so custom about it? It's Right. I took this quote off this particular website, right, right. which he was trying to so I have, have a, me mention. I have a problem with that mm -hmm. because uh, you know, on my one of my recent programs, I talked about how uh, some people got counterfeit mm -hmm. Ozempic in the UK and ended up in the emergency room, some in comas, because who knows what was in there. Whoa. So, uh, look, I, there may be some pharmaceutical uh, outfits or so we say compounding pharmacies who can obtain the raw materials mm -hmm. and then formulate it into mm -hmm. a compounded medication but this is this is the way the law works is you're not supposed to do that right for existing medications you're not supposed to compound uh, your own uh, cookbook version yeah. of those things but you know what you can do is like let's say somebody and we have some we had a patient today who is absolutely completely sensitive to soy and yes. many other yes. food allergies. Yes, it makes her ill. Yep. And most uh, pills are made with with flour and yeah. you know cornstarch and right. things like that. Mm -hmm. So she has to have her medication specially compounded. So there's a there's a reason to you know like, even if she wants to take a like a, a Claritin an yes. allergy medication. She's it has get to be really clean. Mm -hmm. So that's a role for a compounding pharmacy. But for a yeah. compounding pharmacy to say, we'll take that raw material, we'll buy it in barrels, and we'll put it in a pill yeah. and sell it to you cheaper, that's illegal. And Tom, this, this is his question. He says, is this compounding pharmacy drug legal since Ozempic is under patent? Correct. And is it safe? Correct. Right, 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 Correct. Right. Wow! So it's it it also may have to do with the delivery system of the of the uh, mm -hmm. medication because the they may it may be in a matrix. But first, first of all, it's injectable. Yes, it's a weekly do, injection. Do you want to inject something that's been cooked up necessarily? Be besides meth or how? Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> right. I mean, I know it's Breaking so... Bad here. Yeah. You know? it's like, yeah. This is what's happening. And, you know, I'm looking at the business card. It looks like it's legit. It's whatever. Well, this, this, there's a gold rush for this stuff because yeah. this stuff, it, it, incidentally, there was just a study on Munjaro. I predict that these medications will become as ubiquitous as statins and oh. they will be prescribed with statins because say somebody comes in, they're overweight and mm -hmm. they have high cholesterol and they have cardiovascular risk. Mm -hmm. And so they'll take a statin. So they could eat more cake. Well, no. Yeah. No, but they, they won't eat more cake after they take Majar, which makes them yes. perpetually nauseous. Yes. Right? And that would be the answer. That would be the answer. To, you know, some people saying, oh, I'm on Lipitor. I'll just double the dose and I'll but, have a second helping okay, of cake. This, this, the stock of Lily, Eli Lilly, that makes Munjaro, which is a combo drug. It's a GLP-1 and a, one other uh, ingredient, dual action, uh, reduced cardiovascular risk in patients who were overweight metabolic syndrome, mm -hmm. logically enough, because they really clamped down on their diets. Um, the, you know, Krispy Kreme is listed on the stock exchange. Mm. Its stock is plummeting because oh. of the impact of, of these, these medications. Drugs. Yeah. Is yeah. that, you know, pe pe more and more people are saying, 
Remember how it used to be Krispy Kreme? People would line up around the block. Oh, yeah. But so many people now, wow. they, you go to a restaurant, they say, would you like bread? You know, some people, especially yeah. in New York, they don't want to eat bread. Yeah. They're on low-carb diets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. yeah. It's really something. So anyway, so I, I'm not a fan. I mean, I cannot say that this particular company is making bad stuff, but I think you pays your money and you takes your chances. Right. And uh, there, so many people are looking for a way around these very expensive drugs. I mean, mm-hmm. they like cost a, you know twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And it's it's unsustainable. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the year, you could be spending like you know uh, like uh, twenty thousand dollars for medication. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not covered for weight loss mm-hmm. in many cases. Uh, it's covered if you actually have diabetes. But say you're overweight, you want to lose like twenty pounds. Yeah. No. Yeah. They won't cover it. I, I'm just still mystified, well, maybe I shouldn't be, that so many people still want it despite the side effects, oh. the, the nasty side effects. People are desperate to lose weight. You know, they are. Fortunately, yeah. you and I are endowed with you know, uh, kind of the weight we want. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it's through discipline, but I think we're uh, fortunate yeah. in that we have the type of metabolism mm-hmm. that is conducive to maintaining weight. Right, right. Look, another case in point, we also saw a gentleman, you know, uh, today, 69 years old, type 2 diabetes, when he first came here. He had an A1C of over 11. Yes, remarkable case. He's down to 5.3. Like, opti- not just not diabetic, but optimal. Optimal, exactly. But extremely disciplined, extremely motivated. Yeah. And uh, really adheres to a diet right. and exercise program. Right. And right. takes supplements, of course. And it's it's a testament to when we eat the right way and continue eating the right way, those that false hunger, a.k.a. what we describe as cravings, it falls away. Mm-hmm. If you would let it, yeah. it just falls away. By the way, and it's speaking of thing. false cravings, there's a big article, and I haven't read it completely, but I posted it uh, in, in the Wall Street Journal about ultra-processed foods mm. and the controversy over that. And we did mm-hmm. a very nice podcast uh, recently on yeah. that subject. So check out our podcasts. Yeah. Uh, the podcast was with, I'll look it up while you read me the next question. Okay. And Tom, thank you for the handwritten note. How fun was that? Oh, uh, Joan Iflund. <laughs> Joan Iflund. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Right, which that you share also. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. She does a really nice job on uh, processed really foods. And th- she's actually an addiction specialist, and she uses an addiction model to talk about what's mm-hmm. happening with ultra-processed foods, which are designed to get us hooked. They're the new tobacco. Yeah. It's still the addiction model. That is the business yeah. model. And I really found that astounding. But it's it's so, because that's why so many people have trouble giving up their cravings or their favorite foods that way, right? I'm thinking of, um, you know, Q Hoydaxon's song, The Pusher Man. Mm. You know the song, Pusher Man? It was actually covered by, uh, you know. No. Yeah. This, it's, a, it's a rock song. Okay. All right. Next question. For, this comes from Danny. So, do you still recommend not more than 500 milligrams of calcium a day? Mm. And how do you draw that conclusion? Because there is a period of time there are still doctors doing this. They're recommending 1,200 to 1,500 milligrams of calcium a day, especially but, for women. The, but the point is you should get 1,200 to 1,500 of calcium from your diet and supplements. Right. So, I, I, can't, I can almost not think of a diet that doesn't deliver some calcium. That's true. Because everybody... Most people still believe that calcium is in dairy. Well, I can't have dairy. I'm allergic. I, I don't drink. But that, no, it's not the best source of calcium because it Does also contains every phosphorus. every Asian woman have a critical osteoporosis with bone fractures? 
No. Who, who doesn't? I mean, certain right. Asian countries they consume a lot of dairy, but in, mm-hmm. in many Asian countries they consume they virtually no dairy. Right, and a lot of them are almost uh, naturally lactose intolerant. Yeah, because it's it's really Genetic. not in their cuisine. Yeah. So because of that, we get plenty of calcium from if we're eating broccoli, kale, collards, almonds, sardines with sardines. the bones. If you're making broth and soup from scratch. You know, the the calcium from the bones leaches into the broth. It's, mm-hmm. it's all good. So we're getting plenty that way, and it's not all about the calcium. So it's supplemental. You can add 500, maybe even 750. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's probably more important for women, mm-hmm. and the women are a little less prone to atherosclerosis, although that's been, that's been pushed back on by big studies recently that show that yes. there's not a correlation between supplemental calcium and atherosclerosis. Hmm. But... Why tempt fate? Why increase exactly. your risk of, say, kidney stones? Right, that? right, exactly. And and the thing is, they've been taking calcium without anything else, like magnesium or vitamin right. D or vitamin K. The context of the it's calcium. It's the context, yeah. exactly, exactly. So, Danny, thank you for that. Good point at which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share an important message with you. So here goes, listen up. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research, including methyl action. Methyl action contains B vitamins in their active forms, promoting a vital process called methylation, which helps maintain normal homocysteine levels, supporting neurological, cardiovascular, eye, and bone health. Methyl action is a good choice for anyone who wants to support their overall health and well being. It is especially beneficial for individuals wanting to keep their homocysteine levels within normal range and want to age gracefully. For more information and to order methyl action, just go to drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Methyl action. Thank you for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors as always, because that's the way that we float this boat. That's the way that uh, we underwrite the costs of production of this podcast and maintain our website and get the information out to you. Okay, we've got a question from Anthony. I have atrial fibrillation and chronic gout. I take potassium, calcium, magnesium supplements for the AFib. I'm 5'10", I'm about 167, I drink green tea instead of coffee. I believe coffee puts me at risk for an AFib attack. And I drink a lot of filtered water every day. So Anthony doesn't quite have a question, but he's letting us know that he has he wants, AFib. He wants us to treat him. Chronic gout. He, he wants us to treat him. Yeah. He's he's presenting his case. Yeah. So, is there a relationship between atrial fibrillation and high uric acid, which is the, the associated with gout? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think, think there can be because high uric acid is also associated with high insulin. And that yes. high insulin would yes. have to do with unstable blood yes. sugar. Yeah. That unstable blood sugar may set up for an AFib mm-hmm. episode. So check this so, out. Hmm. 20, 2023 article in uh, published January of this year, mm-hmm. uric acid linked to later risk for irregular heart rhythm. 
Oh, wow. It's really true. The study was published in the Journal of the American Heart Association. Suggests that uric acid may play an important role in the development of atrial fibrillation. Mm. Why should that be? Well, it may be through the fact that uric acid is just a marker of overweight and insulin resistance. Yeah. But it may be that uric acid is directly toxic to the electrical system of the heart. It's not clear. Uh, it, this is interesting. You're listen to this. Mm-hmm. This speaks to what you just said. Uh, they said that elevated uric acid levels increased AFib risk even among participants who had not developed high blood pressure, diabetes, coronary heart disease, or heart failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say this is the first study to show this. And the interpretation is, and I'm quoting, this means that uric acid may not only operate through cardiometabolic mechanisms, as you suggest, mm-hmm. logically mm-hmm. enough, because that's what they thought. Yeah. But it may also have a direct influence on AFib development through other mechanisms, like ah. a toxicity to the heart. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, huh? It is. So what do we do for a guy like that? Well, we put him on a diet which uh, we reduce alcohol, we reduce yes. purine-rich foods, but we also reduce carbohydrates. Oh, totally, because there's probably some amount of insulin resistance here that is t- kind of pulling at the uric acid and yes. we want to reduce all of the above. So that would be the first, really the first order of business. And we would use things like, <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, black cherry juice mm-hmm. that's unsweetened. Yeah, tart uh, cherry. Yeah, tart cherry juice. I think it's, it's black be, cherry, but black tart cherry will do it. Yeah. Right, right. Um, uh, Anthony believes he's triggered by caffeine. It could be he's a slow metabolizer of caffeine. And if that's exacerbating it's anything... It's probably not a great idea for people with atrial fibrillation to take a lot true. of caffeine. Cause, yeah. That's true. Uh, but if we want to get his uric acid down and his gout, I mean, he can take medications. He can also take certain supplements. Quercetin is good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, also... Um, the ingredients in one of the supplements that we use that is made by orthomolecular... Um, yeah, I'm trying to look I'm it up. I'm drawing a blank on the supplement. Yeah, I want to say citrulline. That's not it. Uh, it's it's some other that can be. Very, U- it's very called Uax Pro. Okay. Uax Pro, and let's look at what's in it. U dash X Pro. U U A X. U A X. U A dash X Pro. Pro. Supports healthy uric acid levels. They can't make a claim that it's you know, treats a disease, but they can mm-hmm. make a functional claim. Yeah. And what's in it? Uh, it's got, of course, as I mentioned, it's got polyphenols from apple. It's got tart cherry, which, there okay, you're yes. right, your tart cherry, black cherry. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got celery seed, which is oh. apigenin, apigenin. Yes. Apigenin. Mm-hmm. And it's also got uh, luteolin. Wow. Okay. Okay. Luteolin. Yes. So it's, a, it's an interesting formula. And we did have a patient who came in with the uric acid, I remember this like today, it was a couple of weeks ago, uh, previously uric acid 10.5. Mm. And wow. with with what we suggested, it went down to 7.5. There we go. And so Much it was a combination better. of diet and these supplements. Mm-hmm. Very, very yeah. helpful. Yeah. You know what else is concerning? Because he, uh, Anthony here talks about caffeine being a trigger for him. There's more and more caffeine in lots of beverages. It was in the news recently mm-hmm. that one of these lunch places, I don't know if it was a Panera or some other kind of, yeah. they had some kick-butt kind of lemonade that had three times the caffeine of whatever, and somebody got in trouble 
with it or yeah. something. There's a lot of energy drinks. There's a lot of these other drinks that, that was, more people some, are having. I think somebody died. I think somebody died. Yeah. yeah. I believe somebody suing. died. So there's more of this caffeine going on. Well, th this, I mean, just to give you an idea, yeah. I, this morning I, w I walked to work and I walked by a Starbucks. And to, to me, the idea of like standing in line before work in a crowded, hot, you know, place, mm -hmm. uh, especially, you know, in this era of COVID, uh, although, <laughs> right. you know, I'm kind of over that, but yep. still, you know, this whole idea of like we were in lockdown and now these people were packed like sardines. Yeah. I looked through the window in this little Starbucks on my corner mm -hmm. waiting for their caffeine fix, but also... Yeah. Pretty much a sugar fix, right? Because those drinks are... Those drinks are, are ice cream sundaes, yes. the frappa wappa, whatever's going on. <laughs> take a look at those things and take a look at the portions of... Yes. Yeah. What? So, and I see them walking around with these beverages. I'm like, you've got to be But kidding. you've got to be pretty addicted to stand yeah. around and wait for your, your drink yeah. in this place at, you know, 8.30 in the morning. Right, 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 right. It's the most psycho-addictive substance on the planet. Yep. Caffeine is... Yep. And they've really got, again, the addictive food model, again, at play. Here we go. Yep. So that's really, really something. So, yeah, I mean, it's a double whammy. It's the sugar it really and the caffeine that really are, they reinforce one another Absolutely. as addictive substances. Absolutely. And then you put a little cream in there, like, there's nothing yeah. like heavy cream. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, put a little cinnamon in there, too. Right, right, right. It's like drinking your Cinnabon. Yeah, I, I was listening to this finance guy. This was actually on WOR over the weekend. And he talks about he'll have his, he's a, a, a Starbucks aficionado. He's there three times a day. Wow, what a waste of your money. Anyway, but he has it with cream, and he's probably getting a 1,000 calories a day just from his beverage. Yeah. And he's complaining of weight gain, and I almost wanted to call and say, <laughs> hey, drink your coffee black, and hey, cut it down a little bit. Yeah. Stop going for the grande. Right. Anyway, so just more to... Uh, we, we're drinking a lot of calories, people, and we're getting a lot of sugar from our beverages, and we didn't even eat yet. Yeah. Come on. We yeah. didn't even eat yet. Yeah. You know. That, that's a waste of, of space. It's a waste of... It's over-nutrition in the worst way, mm -hmm. I believe. Empty calories, big Empty time. Empty calories, yeah. yeah. we got time yeah. for one more question. We do. This is from Caroline. Hi, Leyland, Dr. Hoffman. I'm listening to your podcasts, and you were recently discussing the benefits of taking Empower, AHCC, right. especially with cold and flu and COVID season upon us. I'm reminded of a recent comment by Layla addressing a question of echinacea use. She sounded horrified at the thought that someone might take echinacea regularly. And I think it was Dr. Hoffman who said that the time to take echinacea is when you knew you were exposed to something and you felt like you were coming down with something, but not to take it regularly. My question is, how come I could take AHCC, Empower every okay. day, but not they, echinacea? They, the answer is, they, A, they work differently. They do. Okay. And uh, it's not entirely sure that you should not take echinacea on a regular basis. It's true. more like speculation. I don't think there are any really good studies mm -hmm. on whether there are adverse effects of taking echinacea. Yeah. Uh, but echinacea is, I think, a more acute immune stimulant. Yeah. And Empower is more of a sort of gradual chronic immune support. Yeah. So the other thing is echinacea back in the day was more combined with golden seal. 
Okay. Golden seal can accumulate, oh, yeah, I believe, yeah. in the body, and okay. that's a reason you didn't want to take at okay. least that combo okay. over long periods. Okay. Take it for several weeks if you feel like you're under the weather or something like that, but then be done. It's like, would you take... Uh, you, you wouldn't take virusid either. That combination has a lot of vitamin A. It's got... Uh, I believe it may have some echinacea in there. It will have olive well, leaf... Other things, but but it's meant to be taken short term. I, I got to say, term you know, for an acute situation. As you speak, I'm looking up research on echinacea. Mm-hmm. So, for example, they said this is a study. Um, they found that people who took echinacea every day for at least four months had fewer colds and few side effects. Huh. So then, uh, I think the biggest side effect is digestive upset, but not really anything beyond that. And then there are other people who say, well, echinacea. Limited evidence suggests that echinacea could offer short-term benefits, but it should not be taken daily. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's one. One says take it daily, right? And, and the, the other, other one says, says don't take it daily. Exactly. Um, I prefer to err on the side of caution, always, unless the evidence is absolutely clear. But Caroline, taking HCC every day is terrific. I would add some vitamin C as well. Uh, and when you need it, D D, make sure your D levels are good. Um, we got we saw a guy today who stopped taking his vitamin D, mm-hmm. and his vitamin D was eleven. Yes, you saw that, right? I said, "Oh my God, Doctor Hoffman's going to see this and say this is an emergency. He's he, definitely going to give admitted, you fifty thousand a week." He admitted not taking. You know, yes, his D. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, so. so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is echinacea safe to take? I'm reading here. Uh, when she did not take echinacea. When you're pregnant, nursing. Yeah. Things like that. They, the safety is pretty much well vetted, even at high doses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they downplay the problem of, you know, I guess the concern is if you hype up your immune system too much, you might get an autoimmune disease. Right. I don't know. I think that's, hmm. I think that's no. overwrought because I think that these things work in a more immune regulatory way than just pushing up your immunity to the point where you're going to, like, uh, you know, have, like, uh, an autoimmune attack on your own yeah. organs or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't think it's been that well researched. Yeah. I would like to see more on it before I say, sure, take it every day. But, you know, just like uh, during the COVID era when you know what? everybody was taking zinc. You know what? I'm going to interview <clears throat> uh, <throat> the guy who was head of the American Botanical Council. Right. Uh, Mark Blumenthal. Yeah. And I think one of the questions I'm going to ask him is, it About came echinacea. up, is that echinacea, you know, what's, and he's he's probably going to say the same thing, is that there's studies pro and con. Yeah. And that, you know, cautionary principle, you may want to just mm-hmm. reserve use when you need a boost. You right. Know, like you feel like you're coming down with something. Yeah. Not a bad idea. The other yeah. thing is, it could be that, you know, if you take something daily, day in and day out, you may lose your responsiveness to it. And if you you know, reserve it for times where you really need a boost. Right. So it works on you instead of you building a tolerance or something, yeah, right? Possibly. Know, maybe that's happening. Possible. Uh, possible. Yeah. Okay. Caroline, thank you for your very, very thoughtful question. Okay. Okay. So that's all the time that we have for questions. A reminder, we've still got our Ban PFAS campaign mm. at banpfas.org. It's an important campaign because uh, the powers that be, the FDA, and uh, it's not the FDA so much, it's the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, uh, although the FDA also is involved in this to some extent, 
they're really uh, being very permissive of industrial yeah. chemicals. And one of the things they did is they did they banned certain PFAS compounds, but they're allowing others. Uh, we ought to really look to uh, Europe, who's taking the lead in uh, environmental protection. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, many of our regulatory agencies, like the EPA, are corporately captured. Yes. It's called regulatory capture. There's yeah. a word for it. Yeah. And there's, uh, you know, because we can't really depend on uh, the FDA, the FDA safeguards our food. You know, we did our own study at uh, the Alliance for Natural Health, yes. ANH-USA.org. And uh, our study showed that even kale had detectable amounts of PFAS chemicals and mm -hmm. even organic kale, you oh, know, unless you think... So disturbing. Which means that it's so pervasive in the environment that even if you don't spray chemicals on the food, that it gets into the food. So mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. as consumers, deserve uh, protection from our government. And we've really got to stop these forever protection chemicals. Protection from our government and protection from our government. <laughs> right. No, I think I said that correctly. Yeah, you <laughs> did. You did. I was just pointing it out because I thought it was great. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about, like, uh, you know, Second Amendment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got my AK-47 here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, I got my... You know. Praise the Lord, pass the ammunition. Though. Right. No. Yeah. We're, we're militant, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> we're not ready to... Sorry, people. We're in New York. We're so jaded. <laughs> we're not We're not ready to storm the no. FDA. You know, it's like, uh, you don't no. want another... Uh, you know, capital riot on the steps of the oh, FDA, although goodness. you might get their attention. Uh, right. So anyway, so... Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm Dr. Robert Hoffman, and uh, on behalf of both of us, uh, I want to thank you for your uh, faithful listenership and for the wonderful questions you're sending to us. Uh, we're going to keep it up, and we'll join you again next week. Have a great week. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything Intelligent Medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that 
only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. 